The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Let me just tell this to the ESPYs too. Just because you can nominate a team or individual doesn't mean you have to. Okay? We don't have to be that fair. No one thought the Las Vegas Aces were winning that team award. Nobody. Even the Las Vegas Aces are like, what? Why are you nominating us? So, you don't have to do that. Very nice of you. But unnecessary. Unnecessary. Uh, welcome back, everybody. It is uh, the T-Row in the morning show. I have done uh, some in-depth research. Took me about an hour here during the show. I have figured out where Toby Rowland is going. I am predicting we get stories of how hot Phoenix, Arizona is in July. I'm on to you, Toby. I know you're getting on the plane here in a few minutes, and I have figured out your destination. Which, the parking there, that surprises me that it's that. that it, that's the cost. But, it also hey. surprises me that the both the boys would be against Phoenix. Lots of golfing. Tons of golfing. So, anyway, um, that's... It, it does make me wonder, I, somebody, there might be something obvious that I'm blanking on that would be... Was there somewhere you would Something. drive to from there that you would fly to Phoenix? I, and I could I be wrong. Maybe maybe uh, I, I'm I was reading the departures wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was the it's only that, flight listed for Southwest. One. So at seven one. ten a.m. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was the only one. It was that or ahead. Vegas. That was the only two flights even close to that time period. So, and we're not. We know he's not going. To, we know he's not going to Vegas. So, anyway, well, the mystery uh, has been solved in my You know opinion. what, though? If it was Vegas and he was just connecting. Okay. Oh, Drake's figured uh, it out. Uh, this this is just a th- working theory. Okay. Uh, she was in the news recently. You know who has a residency in Vegas right now? Um, Just last week. Just last week, Shania Twain? No. Um, Victor Wembanyama. Oh, Britney Spears. Yes. I don't think Chloe would be into Britney Spears. I don't know. It's She's just a, a Swifty. It's a guess. She's a Swifty. Huh. She's a teenage girl, is the, I mean, that very much still fits the demographic. Right. Oh, man, I hope he went to a Britney Spears concert in I, Vegas. I mean, I kind of want it to be the case at this point. <laughs> so maybe, just maybe, now, connecting in. Uh... Is Swifty playing the stadium out there in Phoenix? 
Would he pay for two sets of tickets, though? He loves his daughter. She's spoiled. I... Mm. Is she that spoiled though? Um, it's a lot of money. It's a, it's a lot. Of is she money. that spoiled though? <laughs> I don't think so. Like Chloe, maybe uh, if you sell all your golf clubs, all of your volleyball equipment, uh, maybe we'll have enough money to yeah. scrape together one set of tickets. Anyway, that's our that's my guess. Phoenix, Arizona. I don't know what he's doing there besides melting, but he, he might be just connecting in Phoenix too. Could be. Could be. Maybe headed up. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where he would be uh, connecting to, heading west. So. Wherever it is, very expensive there will be parking. That would explain expensive the parking expensive and, parking in Vegas, though. Uh, Vegas, true. Vegas would be very Vegas expensive. Vegas would be that much. But again, in Vegas, why rent, uh, why rent a car? Yeah, I mean, unless you really you're wanting it. to do something outside of, like, the Strip. Sure, but. sure. Uh, Big 12 Media Days. Maybe he wants to go visit Roswell. <laughs> well, I could see that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> uh, Big 12 Media Days kicked off yesterday. Um, OU goes this afternoon. Uh, scheduling yesterday was really weird. It's like, hey, we're going to start at noon. We're going to go to about 3, 4 o'clock, and that's going to be it. Like, we, We're adding all these teams. You've still got the two teams before they're leaving in the conference, uh, but we're not starting until noon. We typically, I know, start this thing at 9 o'clock and – Run all day, but uh, we don't have time for that. Nobody's got time for that. Ain't um, nobody got time. For ain't that. nobody got time for that. Nothing really came out of yesterday outside of Mike Gundy, and and I don't know. Mike got national attention with his comments yesterday. Um, obviously he cannot get over the fact that OU is leaving this conference. Well, uh, uh, and I don't blame him. It's leaving him without a true rival. I got to thinking about this. OSU saw OU as their rival. Some fans saw it the other way, Sooners to Cowboys, but most see Texas as the true rival. Mm-hmm. Uh, in football. Who's the rival now in football in the Big 12? For OSU? For anybody. OSU doesn't have one. We I mean, know that. It, it, it's, it's for football? Uh, I mean. There are probably some programs that don't like each other, but yeah. they're not considered rivals. I mean, Kansas K-State... Is a rivalry. That's I don't a basketball. Know that, that, it's, basketball it's not, has some. Like, like Baseball said, has football, some. Football, not necessarily. Yeah, football I mean, doesn't really have one now. I mean, there's Farmageddon that people talk about between Iowa State and K-State. It's, eh. Still. But that's Iowa's their rival. Yeah, I mean, there might be something that buds there between, like, say, a Houston and Texas Tech or one of the other Texas schools. Right. That's what's going it's going to it's going to develop. That's what I'm saying. Like there's yeah. not a true rival for a conference with that many teams. It's kind of weird. Well, and it'll be interesting to see what it is that and Brett Yormark still continued to talk about expansion yesterday. How feisty is the TCU Tech rivalry in football? I don't think it is. If it is, uh, I don't know of it. They're feeling froggy jump. Um Yeah. He talked yesterday still about expansion, though, and it'll be curious to see because, you know, the conversation for a long time has been Arizona-Arizona State. Now, that's a natural rivalry. Or sure. E- do either of those teams have the cachet of OU or Texas? No. Uh, but that is a natural rivalry that you would be bringing into the conference. Maybe that is attractive to the Big 12. It's more attractive than, say, 
bringing in Rice like uh, the Pac-12 has had conversations about for U- UCLA, UCLA and USC. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach John's texting on my super secret text line saying TCU Baylor. Like, I'm sure they don't like each other, but, like, I don't think that's I, I viewed mean, as a uh, – well, I'm talking about a national status rival. I'm yeah. not talking about two programs just may not like each other and it might be and, feisty when they play. You know, that's – that is an interesting – series too because those are two teams that go back to the southwest conference obviously that I mean, will probably the, the the status of those two programs and what baylor's become in the last decade mm-hmm. and a half or so and tcu coming back the way they did last well, year that's probably the natural rivalry that's going to happen that's going to be the showcase rival mm-hmm. um also it, tech will come into that equation too because i re- i mean probably everybody will. feels good and they're, they're in a good spot this year direction that Joey McGuire has that uh, program headed, so I I don't know. It's it's so hard to say because there isn't one that just stares you in the face that says, yeah, that's it. Because even the four teams that you add into the conference, none of those are natural rivals between them. So between BYU, Cincinnati, Central Florida, UCF, uh, and uh, Houston, none of those teams are natural rivals against each other. So, no. Um, there's there's just not going to be that sort of cachet uh, when it comes to really any of the sports because even it's going to be a hard sell even in the smaller sports, even like men's basketball, baseball, softball, any of those to say, oh, yeah, this is a rivalry here. I don't know they exist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some existing members, obviously, in those other sports do have good rivalries, like you mentioned, K-State and And we're not Kansas saying and, it has to be to the caliber of OU Texas. Cause no, there's, there's no, not, and nobody will because they don't have a program that no. is of that well, level. And also, there's not many rivalry games that are up to that standard. I mean, you're talking about um, Ohio State-Michigan. You're talking about Auburn-Alabama. And, I mean, is there any other in college football that you— Really put, I mean, no, but there are put, true rivalries that even involve Big 12 current members like Iowa, Iowa State. That's a rivalry. Yeah. That game means mm-hmm. something. Uh, West Virginia and um, uh, Pittsburgh, you know, they have their game. So those rivalries do exist, but not within the conference. Right. So that's what's weird about it to me. Like, I think conferences need that. They need a high profile that even that. Bethlehem's not necessarily – OSU has improved their profile and their national status over the last, you know, decade or so under Mike Gundy, and people recognize them more. And people but people nationally, I think, recognize the Bedlam rivalry. They know the, the word Bedlam. They know those two teams are playing. They know what it means, even if they're not interested in OSU to the level they are of OU and what OU's doing. Because that's the power, that's the brand in that in that matchup. But they recognize that rivalry. I just don't know that they recognize anything that currently exists. So anyway, th- that spun off of Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy's upset. Still um, is putting all the blame on Oklahoma. Um, this was Mike yesterday. It, you'll hear the question and then hear his response here uh, from Mike Gundy at Big 12 Media Days. Bedlam game is going to be laid to rest, obviously, because of the happenings. But would you entertain the idea, from your perspective, 
and Oklahoma State to play them as a non-conference game? No, we have nine um, conference games scheduled, and then we have, I think, through, I don't know, 15 years, we're scheduled all the way up, and we're full for the most part, and we have power five teams. And I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. Oklahoma State's not going to change what you do because Oklahoma chose to go to the SEC. They need to change what they do because they're the ones that made their mind up to go to the SEC. So with all the talk from administration and people saying that Oklahoma State needs to do this and that, all Oklahoma had to do was not go to the SEC. So it is what it is. We can cut right to the choice. So for me, um, I want to listen to the board. I'll listen to the president. I'll listen to the AD. If that's something they want to do, I'm good. But I don't think it's going to happen based on the way the scheduling is. And everybody needs to realize it didn't have to happen if they didn't change leagues. See, I, I'm I'm very much of a different opinion on, than you on this. You think that he sounds butthurt and he doesn't want, like, now oh, that he's, this is happening. He's butthurt, but he doesn't say anything wrong in that. I think, I've said this for a long time. He doesn't want to play OU. He sees that as, look, this is the most successful, what, 18-year run that Oklahoma State's ever had. Right. How many times have they beaten OU in that stretch? What is three? he, one, three? Yeah, I think he's... Maybe four? I think he's I think three. three. I think he's three and 14, I believe. Yeah. So... No, you're right. He doesn't want to play OU. At he's... this point, no, he does not. He had to before. But I think he also knows that game... And even not winning it at a high level, obviously three, uh, three out of seventeen. What we just said, it brought exposure to his program. It was important for his program. I think. I don't think that he really cares. But you're right. He does not want to play them. I don't think that he cares because this is why. If he cared about exposure for his program and for upward mobility and for himself. He would have taken a higher-profile job elsewhere at this point. That's never happened. Why? It's not because Stillwater is the greatest place on earth to live and the administration has been so great to him, all these things, because we've heard all the stories about how he hasn't gotten along with administration, with even the president on campus, so right. on and so forth. Right. So the reason that he stayed at OSU all this time is because of job security. Job security. It's it's extremely comfortable for and him. And his job just if you got, don't have to beat your rival. Yeah. And guess what? You don't have go to, anywhere. You don't have to beat OU anymore every four years because they're not on your schedule anymore. That's right. That's right. So it just got so much easier for him to be able to maintain his job. There are years so he recently. Can, he can go every three years, go win nine games again for OSU. Maybe be in the running for a Big 12 title game. And his job is secure, and he doesn't have to have that one almost guaranteed loss to OU ever again. Maybe be in he the running for a playoff play spot. play OU ever again. I'm He's not arguing with you on that. Yeah, and I'm not arguing with you on that. I, I agree with what you're saying there. And, and he knows, too, there's been a couple of years recently, um, had he not had to play OU, 
He may he would have been in a much more high profile game at the end of the season. So, yeah, I I do like how he says, uh, "Well, I'd listen to the the president and the AD." And no, you've made it very clear to those guys you don't want to you don't want to play OU. You're not going to accept uh, a non con game, which I don't know why either of them would. He's right in the fact that we've got. These conference games, we've got schedules laid out. Well, I don't know wh- he, why he would accept to play OU. And somebody's saying this on the Kinnebarner Chevrolet text line. He's full of you know what when he says, "Oh well, we're full, we're full up for the next fifteen years." Horse manure. OU's they're, schedule isn't filled up. They're until, filled until thirty-seven. Is yeah, what he said. Give Drake. me a freaking twenty-thirty-seven. He's already figured it all out. Which, by the way, Mike Gundy will not be at OSU and. 2037. Mike Gundy hasn't even figured out what haircut he wants for the 2023 year. You think he has every hey, non The mullet's finally game? gone. The mullet's finally gone. Although, dude, get a trim on top a little bit, you know? Yeah. I wasn't really wanting you to give an aside on that, but... Uh, well, I did! Cut your hair, okay? The big giant poof on top really disturbs me. Go ahead. It, he looks like he should be a... What what's the uh, PBA? Is that the Professional Bowlers League? Uh-huh. He he looks like he should be on Sunday mornings on the uh, Professional Bowling Association. <laughs> like, oh, uh, it's uh, NFL kickoff time. We're switching to PBA bowling. He's, he's screaming at the camera. Uh-huh. Take that, baby! Uh-huh. Yeah, take that. Professional bowler Mike Gundy has rolled a two uh, thirty-seven. Today. I'll give him credit. Uh, he makes me listen. He makes me pay attention to what he's going to say, and. Uh, you're you're 100% right in the fact that he does not want to play Oklahoma. He knows his life got a lot easier. But he does know how much it brings down the profile of the conference he's in now. So I don't think he is butthurt over that side of it. But run the table, you're still going to be in the conversation. Well, and now you've got a 12-team playoff, too. That's right, yeah. I mean, you're definitely going to be in with one or two losses on a lot of years, even in this conference, and he can do that. Well, he's got work to do. He's lost a lot of guys over the last couple of years and stuff and put his program in a weird spot, but he can do it. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Your thoughts on the text line after this, 651-3439. Back after this on The Ref. Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. Black Thunder Roofing brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Locally operated in Norman and in Edmond. Visit BlackThunderRoofing.com or call them at 405 473-8028. They can set up a free inspection and estimate today. They also serve the locations of Shawnee, Yukon, and Mustang as well. All the way down to Purcell, Black Thunder Roofing is your local roofer. Angie's a super service award winner four times now. Four times. Four times. Black Thunder Roofing can do it all. They're your one-stop shopping for customers looking for one contractor for whatever their wind hail or storm damage needs maybe blackthunderroofing.com or 405-473-8028. Uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, TJ. What do we have on the text line? 
Let's see here. Uh, going back a little bit to last hour, uh, Toby took his family to Big 12 Media Days. <laughs> that would be quite the vacation. Oh, yeah. Oh, by That's... the way, the one telling me to take uh, the Bass Pro Teaches Master Classes on, on baiting fishing poles. Uh, uh, TJ does not want to handle worms. No. Okay, guys? No, and I see the joke there at the end. Uh, same as handling the fish. I don't want to handle the worms or anything uh-huh. or stink bait or any of it. You don't want to be a... A uh, master baiter and those uh no I do not and those um those hooks are dangerous they're sharp Drake an old man like me cannot be handling that type of stuff okay so uh out of the nine one eight Toby said that he had a second flight so a connecting flight ah to huh Phoenix, I don't remember him saying that okay okay uh, to possibly San Diego or L A is he going to hang out with Mule Shoe wow <laughs> maybe maybe that's it he's going mm. to Clark Stroud's house yeah <laughs> oh goodness gracious by the way the tuna thing yesterday uh, I don't eat tuna I don't know how it's supposed to be prepared I've never even attempted it. Uh, but uh, people losing their minds over that, and then in the beginning, I too, when I first saw it, thought it was brisket again. Uh huh. Until I realized it wasn't. But I don't know if that was cooked correctly or not. I saw all kinds of debate on it last night. But Lincoln, quit posting pictures of your food. You don't seem to be a very good cook. All right, you make enough money. Have someone do that for you. Prep your meals. Whatever. I mean, that's the thing. It's after the first time around, it's pretty apparent that you are not anything special when it comes to cooking food. <laughs> so, like, maybe you maybe, were just trolling people yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I maybe, don't know. Like that. That's the thing that sticks out most to me is the this is the like the perfect encapsulation of a contrast between Oklahoma and. LA lifestyle is oh in Oklahoma I'm gonna try and smoke a brisket <laughs> and LA I'm gonna try and try to, smoke uh, try to some sear, tuna sear some tuna yeah yeah uh, it did not look appetizing it me, did though. not at it all did not no look <laughs> I wasn't eating it if he served it up on a holiday uh, out of the four hundred five on the Kinefire Triple A text line Toby is probably sipping champagne in the VIP room. <laughs> No, he's, he's. I can guarantee you that is not happening. I'm not even... At the Bunny Ranch? Why yeah, didn't you finish that? Yeah. Toby could be at the Bunny Ranch. He's definitely not. Definitely not. You don't know his wild side the way I do. Uh, clearly not. Uh, guys, let's go to the tape. As I believe during yesterday's show mentioned that he was checking in that there was a second set of boarding passes. Sounds like a connection in Phoenix huh. only. You guys Bill listen Mark, to the show more than I do. Casey I'm involved Smith. with it. I don't even remember him saying there was a second flight. So that that I was I mean, there's a lot of beautiful places around the Phoenix area and places you can go in nice resorts. And so I could have saw that, I guess. A great golf for him. Mm-hmm. But. If he said there was a second flight, then obviously that's not the final destination. So, uh, By the way, uh, Casey Sooner obviously listening on the one and only KREF app. Appreciate yes, get the KREF Downloading KRF and listening mm-hmm. on that. Uh, let's see. Keyword, holy word. Yeah, that is the one. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that would be the obvious answer if they got yeah, uh, if they Utah were able to in add there. Utah. Right. Yes. I don't think they're going to add Utah. Well, I mean, a lot can happen between now and then. We, we never would have thought that the SEC would add OU in Texas either. So, now, obviously, there's oh, a much bigger Oh, I knew that was going pool. to happen. 
Yeah, you knew that was going to happen. What am I? What am I saying? You, you uh, are just Nostradamus over there. So, um, thank you for finally recognizing. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a hundred percent genuine and no sarcasm whatsoever. <laughs> um, a lot can happen between now. I mean, you, UCLA and USC, we never would have seen as being added to the Big Ten either. And here no, we are. Well, that shouldn't have happened. That so. should not have happened. No. So, I mean, it, it, it can is happen. It, is it abs? It, I think it's more likely that the Big 12 adds a school like a Utah with BYU already in the mix than it is the Pac-12 being satisfied pulling in teams like Rice and Boise State. What do you think of the rumor of UConn? Isn't that just ridiculous? I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous. It's as ridiculous doing, as UCLA and USC you're, to the you're, the Big Ten. You're doing that for basketball. Is all you're doing it for? It's not adding anything in football. I mean, they're a fringe uh, FBS school. Is it worth the pain of travel and stuff for most of these schools no. though? Just for basketball, no. though, they are a high profile in both to, women's and men's basketball. If, I get that, but if you were to do what a pain. What, West Virginia was already a big enough mm-hmm. pain. If you were to do what it is that Notre Dame used to do with basketball to where they played, was in in the Big Ten that they played in basketball for mm-hmm. the longest time? For a while, yeah. Um, if you did something like that with UConn, I can see it for both men's basketball and women's basketball. And they're talking women's... about that with Gonzaga. Basketball right. only tie with right. the Big 12. If you were to do that, I could see it a little bit more. But the complications that will – Put out there for all these smaller sports like softball, volleyball, uh, wrestling. If UConn has a wrestling team, any of these smaller sports that are just taking money from the university as opposed to generating revenue, it's it's a huge complication for all these athletic directors. Yeah, just. Yeah, but yeah, that the texter's right, and we've had uh, two or three texts in about the Holy War. That yes, that's the correct answer. If that was to be added, then 100%. that's easily the biggest rivalry in the conference. So, um, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll continue talking about this. Mike Gundy yesterday. Uh, this is OU's fault. They shouldn't have left. We won't Doesn't, play him. I've got everything scheduled out till 2037. Here, Here is the reason that we know that Mike Gundy does not listen to the T-Row in the morning show. He didn't just come out and say it's TJ's fault. Boy, wouldn't it have been great if he did, though? <laughs> it's TJ's fault. Man, my profile would have shot through the roof. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll take a time out. Back in a moment. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Welcome back, T-Row in the morning show. TJ and Drake in with you. Sorry to the guy. Is it in Wyoming? Where's he at? Uh, The guy that doesn't like you, Drake. Wyoming, I think that's right. That's right. Somewhere like that. Apologies. Drake's going to be here for the next five shows, so deal with it. He at least has a – he might not be physically in Wyoming, but he's got a Wyoming – Area code. Area code, yeah. So. Poor guy. Just deal with it, dude. Uh, um, Quick question. We'll get back to some of the Gundy uh, and Big 12 talk. Uh, who do you think 
that would sit in the studio would wear cherry chapstick? Um, uh, let's they were see. all in studio yesterday. Everybody was in yeah, yesterday. Yeah, everybody was. So, uh, except for Toby, obviously. Mike, so, uh, Plank, Chris Plank, uh, all right, so Mike Steely, Teddy Lehman. Yep, that's right. Uh, Tyler McComas. Tyler McComas well. was in here for an hour. Well, the... no, he was on this side of the class, actually. Oh, so yeah, Tyler Parker's was down not. in Dallas, or in Arlington. That's right. So, so those are our three choices. Between those three, I mean, there's the a obvious, cherry chapstick sitting here. Obvious is I'm number one here is the guy who wears Lululemon and medium shirts. <laughs> is it's obviously Teddy Lehman. <laughs> I don't know why it's bothered me just sitting here, but I'm like, who uses cherry-flavored chapstick? I have no problem with chapstick. Maybe I'm in the minority here, but I have just plain chapstick in my pocket. I have it in my pocket. I'm not saying don't use chapstick. I'm just saying the cherry flavor sitting here has really stood out to me. That someone goes with the flavored chapstick. To me, that's almost... I don't know. It's just... I've always just used plain. I don't know why. You've had a problem with flavored chapstick? I think I do. Uh, obviously, I do because I've been sitting here yeah, staring at this like, who uses, thinking about it, who uses cherry's it. chapstick? Right. Huh. Do you use cherry chapstick? Is it yours? Let's see which one. Which, what flavor do you have, Drake? We're about to find out what flavored We're about chapstick. To find this is very exciting. <laughs> uh, I've got, ooh, this one's tropical flavored. <laughs> I knew you were going to say some tropical Hawaiian. Uh, I think I got this in Hawaii last year, actually. So it shows you how quickly I go through lip balm. Uh, Hawaiian Tropic Lip Balm, Reef Friendly. Uh, let's see. doesn't have any ingredients. I'm sure most people use flavored chapstick. I don't know why I just found the cherry sitting here. Yeah. Do you not weird. like some uh, some Burt's Bees chapstick? Because uh, that's got mint flavoring in it. Yeah, I guess the, the mint ones don't bother me. Although... Boy, Burt, Burt's Bees can make you feel like your mouth's on fire if you use that. I uh, guess if you get really chapped I lips, have, sure. I have very sensitive lips. Yeah, yes, obviously. Yeah, lips. yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's, that's uh, the word on the street, at least. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, on the text line here, uh, a lot of people mentioning the Holy War. That's why they need to add Utah. I'm not going to argue with that. Um. Gundy, though, here's the thing with that question. Did it even need to be asked yesterday? I mean, I know it's a, a no, a, no. I, but what my yeah, because I, even if you're is, not somebody that regularly covers Mike Gundy, like the Oklahoman would be, mm-hmm. or guys uh, with the two four seven, the s- local uh, recruiting sites and stuff that see Mike all the time, he's been asked numerous times about this. So I don't even know that it needed to be asked. And I'm sure he's a little irritated by continuing to get asked about it because he has answered it several times and has never changed his answer. Mm-hmm. It's been the same every time. So I, to defend him a little bit yesterday, I don't even know that it needed to be asked. But it became the story of yesterday as if it was new news again, even though he's said this numerous times over the last several months. So I can kind of get why he was a little irritated by it. Yeah, I mean, I wonder who, this is the thing with Big 12 media that kind of drives fans crazy, right? Is that they get these obvious questions that have been asked several times. Bob, how you feel about playing uh, Bill Snyder this week? The reason being, and we know the reason is, I mean, Bob talked about this just 
two weeks ago when the Cowherd comments came out about comparing OU to Nebraska mm-hmm. and said it's the offseason. Everybody has stories that they need to fill. Everybody has uh, on-air time that they need to fill with something. They have to create some type of narrative. And like Toby even says, yeah, that's the job. So all these guys, they have to ask these questions because they know they want to write about it, so they want to get that quote just so that they can write an opinion column on said topic that has already been discussed ad nauseum. So I know Parker complained a lot about it this week on last year, for instance. Everybody in Oklahoma media had been asking Brent already, why Oklahoma, why now, all these things. And he got asked it again last year at Big 12 Media Days, and we know how it is that Brent answers questions, so it ended up being a six- to seven-minute answer. And Parker was annoyed by that. Well, I understand, but— I could get that, too. And I I mentioned this yesterday with Brent. I think their window is 15 minutes each on the podium for the coaches for these press conferences. That's one question for Brent Venables. By the time he makes an opening statement, they go to the question and he answers it. They might get a second one in, but it's it's probably doubtful they get a second one in because of the length that— you know, the time, the amount of time that Brent uses to answer a question. So we may only get one question from Brent today at the podium. Yeah, we'll see. I know that uh, Plank had floated yesterday. Uh, we might need to check with the affiliate, see if we can bring you that live on the air. I, I know that uh, I think that he's scheduled for 1150. Is that what Plank said? Yes. I th- and, and Plank's like, yeah, we might check with the affiliate, see if we can float that top of the hour. No, no, Plank, we're, we're not going to be able to do that, actually. <laughs> top of the hour is a hard break. You know this. so I think we could float it. No, we're, we're not. All um, right. Well, see, I tried, I tried bringing it to you guys today, and Drake shot it down. So No, we can bring some of it, but we're not going to bring it in its entirety, <laughs> uninterrupted, like Plank uh, proposed. That is mid- question at that point then so probably but you know what there's a podcast out there to where they had Brent on and they interrupted him mid answer to insert a question uh that is correct yeah 1150 Brent Venables that's if they're running on time maybe he's running 10 minutes behind and he goes on at noon and it times out perfectly or a little afternoon and it times out perfectly so we'll see uh but Matt Campbell Neil Brown uh, Scott Satterfield, Joey McGuire, Gus Malzahn, Chris Kleiman, all those schools going before Brent Venables Did, today on the podium. Speaking of all the coaches, and we can get to this later on, have you seen this story by Dennis Dodd on the Big 12 coaches? Job security, and he ranks them all? No. Okay, I'll send you so. this. Uh, you can give it a look in the break. and it's, It is interesting, to say the least, and, and – I Is can, he at Big 12 Media Days asking people how they feel about their job? What's no, your no, job no. Says? Like He's got it ranked in terms of how it is that he looks at their jobs, their job security. He's got rank one through five, one being they're completely safe, five being they are on their way out the door right now. Um, and it's interesting where it is that he has Brent Venables. And he also ranks them as far as uh, what how the job that they're doing within the conference they're in right now. All right, I'll so. take a look at that. Uh, you know who is completely safe? 100% Dave Aranda. There's no way Baylor could let Dave Aranda go. Well, yeah, he's got the best haircut of any of the coaches best, in the, uh, in the Big best 12. Best hair, so. that smile, the personality. Uh-huh. Uh, Dave Aranda, yeah. uh, 100% safe. Your text next, three, uh, 651-3439. Uh, what phone number was I about to give? 
Maybe the three two nine nine thousand number if you wanted to call in. <laughs> I don't want to accidentally give that out. No. There was someone. Oh. Uh, these recruit, uh, not recruits, but these uh, college kids when they're hitting the portal now, and they're putting their phone number on their tweets, not advisable. Like if a coach sees that you enter the portal, he's going to figure out how to get a hold of you if he's interested. Don't put your phone number on a tweet. It's probably not the smartest thing in the world to do. Take a timeout. Back after this. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Final segment of Hour 2 of the T-Row in the Morning Show. A clap in TJ Perry and Drake Dyken here with you today. Toby Rowland on his way to see Britney Spears in Las Vegas. <laughs> I hope that's right. Oh, uh, man, I hope that's right. Uh, hit me, baby, one more time. T-Row's going to be singing it in his sleep. By the way. Clever people coming up with that with the Victor Wimanyama situation. I, uh, nobody would have thought of that yeah. with the uh, yeah. the backhand she got from That's the security right. guard. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> uh, this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show, Hour 2 is brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. Give them a visit at blackthunderroofing.com or give them a call at 405-473-8028. They serve the greater Oklahoma City area, and that goes all the way down to Purcell and all the way out to the Shawnee Yukon and Mustang areas as well. They are your one-stop shopping for your contractor needs. They're an Angie's List Super Service Award winner four times. Four times! I think it's just Angie's now, by the way. Not Angie's List. It's just Angie's. Uh, Oh, did they drop the list? Yes. I wonder what the decision was behind that. Branding. They've even got a commercial about it. It's not not just a a list anymore. It's just Angie's. How about that? Yeah, kind of weird. Branding. Uh, there, your one-stop shopping Brett, for all uh, of your Brett Yormar must have taken over that's, Angie's list. <laughs> that's right. Uh, for all of your home repair needs when it comes to any uh, storm damage that you might have at your home from the last few months. I, I'm sure that even if you had some flooding, they'd possibly be able to help Roof you out leaks, with some of that Whatever well. it may be, yeah. Uh, give them a call, 405-473-8028 or visit them at blackthunderroofing.com. Kinnipabar Chevrolet text line as TJ gave up uh, his cell phone number. Uh, this last uh, segment, almost. So I said uh, three. Uh-huh. I did, I think I was going to say three two nine nine thousand, but mm-hmm. no, didn't give up my phone number. Uh, let's see. Uh, when we were talking about uh, top rivalries in college football, Florida Georgia was one that was brought up. Well, it's not. Uh, that's they're not in the Big Twelve. Yeah, no, so. no, no. They were just talking about. <laughs> we were just talking about uh, ones that stack up to Texas. I got you. Yeah, got Notre you. Dame USC, which Notre Dame USC, I wouldn't consider. It, it is, but not to the level of OU yeah, Texas I or mean, uh, Michigan. Ohio I don't think State. it's looked in the same. No, no, same kind of way that those games are. Um, let's see. If Florida George ends up in the Big Twelve. They've got a big time rivalry going on in their in their conference. There, there's no doubt. Five eight zero checking in says he says they're full. That being Mike Gundy in their non conference schedule, but they're not. That's false. Yeah, I got tagged in a tweet that said they are open in 2030 but have future games with Bama and some others that are all losses. Uh, Arkansas, Bama, and there was one other. But it'll happen. They're going to play Bedlam at some point. I don't think this will be a Texas-Texas A&M situation that until they end up in a conference again together that they won't ever play again. I think at some point OSU will want that game. 
once every five years, once every decade, whatever it may be. But it may be after Mike Gundy's gone. So, we'll see. Um, Let's see. I think uh, this is from the 469. Quick, TJ, where's the 469? There you no go. idea. Come on, TJ. You need to know this type of thing. As you ask me, you're quickly searching it as if you already knew the well, answer. It's, oh, you definitely should know that. That's Dallas, well, look, Texas. Hey, TJ. when I lived in Dallas, 469 did not exist. Mm-hmm. I think I know some people with a 469 area code, so maybe I should have known that. I think but that's a lyric in, uh, Get Low. 972-214-817. That's the DFW uh, metro area area codes I know. So uh, From the 469, though, I think Gundy's just trying to save face. Oklahoma State needs that game more than Oklahoma. Completely agree. That, there's no doubt about Oklahoma that. Oklahoma is going to the SEC, Alabama, LSU, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Tennessee, Florida. Oklahoma doesn't need the Oklahoma State game. Yeah, I've said this for a long time. Oh, they absolutely do not need it. No. OSU needs it much more. Yeah. Bedlam needs OU. Like, uh, OSU needs OU a lot more than OU needs OSU. That's always been the case in football. Yes. Always been the case. Um, Let's see. Oklahoma Johnny texting in uh, says he's trying to be a man's man, and he's not just uh, be a soft lib and coach. Uh oh, that that has to be talking about uh Lincoln, not okay. I was thinking Gundy, and I'm like, yeah, oh, we that, know that Gundy's not yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, liberal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a, a Newsmax shirt that he was wearing. So yeah, yeah, they're not. talking. Uh, yeah, Lincoln yeah, Riley. Lincoln, there. absolutely, absolutely. Um, when and- I think manly men, Lincoln Riley's obviously the first one that comes to mind, right? I mean, I think that's the case with all of us. And I believe this is Travis Davidson, Grill Boy, here on the text line. Wait, Toby is flying west. New voice of the Trojans. <laughs> they put, they put Travis the in under brisket. Grill Boy on the text line. <laughs> Somebody did. Uh, unhitch the dry brisket and put the poorly seared tuna in the barn. By yes. the way, I've thought about it more. I think I know where he is and what they're doing and why he okay. said the boys wouldn't Ooh, do what it. What a tease. For what a tease. Top of the hour break. Back after this. From the gridiron to the hardwood. To the diamond, no one covers the Sooners like we do. If it's Sooner Sports, we have you covered 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. This is the home of Sooner fans. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app. 